Hi, this is Emily. This is Akane. This is Tammy, and we're from Peaceful Warrior. And you're listening to Milk on Coinspice. What is really going on, Crypto Savages? This is your host, C. Edward Kelso, Editor-in-Chief out at Coinspice.io. Back with another episode of Milk, Soothing Crypto's Burn. And this time around, I've got a doozy for you. It's going to get spicy! Have the members peacefulwarrior.cash project. All three of them. This was a big deal because they're about 15 hours ahead and it took a Herculean effort to bring all four of us together and they were so kind to do that and sit down and speak with me uh, about the issues of adoption, uh, crypto, um, pushing it forward in terms of a permissionless, borderless, peer-to-peer electronic cash, how they're doing that. These are fantastic ambassadors. These are really, really important voices in the space. I think you're going to like the episode. It was a lot of fun to record. Uh, We have instant rapport, uh, instant best friends, and I think you're really, really going to enjoy it. And I think, more importantly, you're going to get inspired. It's going to give you tons of ideas, and uh, these are are some really, really important thinkers. So anyway, sit back, get yourself a glass of milk. Lactose-free is fine. Almond, if you're into the whole vegan thing, I'm not judging you. And here are the wonderful, the talented, dare I say beautiful, members of the PeacefulWarrior.cash project. You're listening to Milk, Soothing Crypto's Burn, with host C. Edward Kelso from Coinspice.io. You're home for just spicy crypto things online. Peacefulwarrior.cash, um, a fantastic new startup um, that is focusing on adoption and getting more people to use uh, Bitcoin Cash, um, peer-to-peer uh, electronic digital permissionless money. And I've got three of the team today, so we're going to try to manage this uh, as best <laughs> I can. Um, the most I've had on was two. Uh, previously, I had the boys from. Um, Voltaire and uh, they were they were hilarious um so when you talk if you don't mind kind of say you know hi this is so and so and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and that way my listeners kind of know who's speaking and and so on so why don't we start with uh, general introductions let's go with uh, Emily first okay so I'm Emily um and I am co-founder and marketing director at Peaceful Warrior um and right now I am consulting in a lot of different cryptocurrency projects well not a lot a couple and I'm also working alongside my yoga teacher obviously I had to do a bit of yoga as well um, and helping her promote her business in Saigon and I also do a bit of copywriting now and then so I do lots of different things and Akane yep hi my name is Akane Yoko um I am a co-founder of Peaceful Warrior and um, community manager at Peaceful Warrior. I am one of the organizers of Tokyo Bitcoin Cash Meetup um, since about a year ago. And yeah, I'm working on uh, adoption of Bitcoin Cash, especially for merchants in Tokyo. 
and Tammy. Hi, my name is Tammy. Um, I'm based in Manila, Philippines. Um, and I am also a co-founder of Peaceful Warrior. And I mostly do operational stuff. So I am an operational manager, a Peaceful Warrior. Uh, right now, um, I mostly work on promoting and adopting Bitcoin Cash and cryptocurrency in general in Manila since cryptocurrency itself is not something um, very adopted um, in this country. Um, so I'm working closely with um, crypto exchanges and different crypto companies um, that have been running here for a few years. And I have been sponsoring different um, organizations like schools and basketball teams to promote Bitcoin Cash and so on and so forth. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, staying with Tammy for, for just a second, um, let's, let's ask kind of how each of you got into crypto. How, how'd you find it? Um, we'll start with you, Tammy. How, how did you, how did you get into the whole, uh, um, rabbit hole mess, uh, that is, uh, that is cryptocurrency? So it's very interesting. I actually was, um, introduced to cryptocurrency by working at a cafe in San Francisco, um, in college. So I had a part-time job um, working at a cafe and obviously with the tax coming into the Bay Area, um, a lot of customers were working in cryptocurrency and one of my regular customers were Jake. Jake ah, Smith. Yeah, Spice. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Mike also. Um, so they used to come in for a cup of coffee and that's back in 2015. Um, and they were like, "Hey, why don't you got, why don't you um, learn something about Bitcoin? Bitcoin?" And I was like, "I don't know what that is. Uh, I'll see about it." Um, and later on, found out that Jake was quite a traveler, and I was also raised uh, to be a traveler because I was raised in Manila, but I was born in Korea. Went to an international school, went to the states for a school, and wow. we got to meet in different countries. And I got to learn more about cryptocurrency. And that's when the Bitcoin Cash community was being created. Mm -hmm. um, and I was looking for something new to do uh, because I just had dropped out of college <laughs> and I wanted to explore a new market to work in. Um, so I got to learn more about cryptocurrency and that's how I got into cryptocurrency. Wow. That's and, especially, and I hopped in right away into Bitcoin Cash community. I didn't actually explore in any other cryptocurrency because that was the first and the last cryptocurrency that I was introduced into by Jake. Mm. So that's how I started working in Bitcoin Cash community. Very, very cool. And Akane, um, you, uh, you're obviously big in the, uh, in the promotion uh, side as well. How, how did you find cryptocurrency? So um, I found uh, uh, Bitcoin, uh, BTC, um, back in 2013, actually. I was a full-time uh, events manager. I was organizing events like, like, it's like dancing, art, and music and stuff at a restaurant called The Pink Cow in Tokyo. And that was the first restaurant in Japan to accept um, cryptocurrency payment back then. Right. And um, so back then, uh, there was a Bitcoin, a Bitcoin meetup every Thursday. There is now as well, but um, so they were using uh, Pinkow. So I got to know um, some of the uh, people in Bitcoin, in including Roger Beer, uh, Ken Shishido, and Aaron Gutman. And yeah, so um, mm. yeah, and also there's you know, 
so many things happen, like including Mount Gox. Um, and we yeah, got... You, you've been through it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I've been through a lot in that. And um, so I got to see, um, fortunately, I got to see all that. And yeah, and um, back then, like I didn't really understand Bitcoin or I didn't really try to understand it. Mm-hmm. Although I thought like it's very useful. It's, it's really cheap and... And when I really got into it was uh, about a year ago when we started, actually Aaron started a Bitcoin Cash Meetup in Tokyo. And I was there at the first meetup and I was talking to Aaron and um, he, you know, um, I started helping uh, booking venues and stuff and I got like more involved and I started like learning about it and talking to people about it and I just got really, really interested and really passionate about um, this, yeah, cryptocurrency. I mean, Bitcoin Cash for me. <laughs> yeah. very, cool. very, very cool. Yeah. And uh, lastly here, uh, Emily, um, how, how did you find, uh, find crypto? Um, well, I think it might, well, actually, I wrote about this the other day for Honest.Cash. Um, I, th- I think it chose me, you know. <laughs> I was in my friend's bedroom and he used to buy loads of weed off the internet because it was way better. <laughs> it was way better than the local stuff in Northern e- England. And he was trying to explain to me all about Silk Road and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he was like, I've got loads of Bitcoins. You should totally get into this if you want to buy decent weed. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, cool. Just, you can just buy it for me. Like, that's fine. <laughs> um, so that was kind of my first exposure. And then my... Like when I kind of just totally fell into it down the rabbit hole was when I met our friend, Mr. Matt Aaron. Mm. And um, that was totally random. I was working with one of his friends in Colombia on a project and he um, introduced me to Matt. And then I started doing the marketing for the podcast at Bitcoin.com. And then it all kind of spiraled from there. And now I'm like Miss into Bitcoin cash and yeah, I'm really interested in different current, uh, different blockchains at the moment as well. I'm doing lots of research into them. Yeah. Very cool. Always learning. Uh, yeah, uh, we had uh, um, we profiled uh, um, Adrian and, and Honest uh, Cash. That's a great, great, great platform, by the way. That's uh, it's amazing. About a, about a month old now. So mm-hmm. uh, awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, you know what I've noticed at least so far, and is is not only that uh, uh, we have a lot of friends in common. Um, but also that you're all currently in, in East Asia, uh, from uh, Vietnam to Japan to uh, the Philippines. And, uh, you know, Korea for the longest time was, was just booming and, and pushing out uh, uh, the, uh, the, the price of Bitcoin um, BTC. And there was actually a premium and all sorts of stuff. That has since somewhat subsided for a bunch of different reasons. But I don't think anybody could say that there is a more active, more booming crypto scene than in sort of broader East Asia. Um, I think it's kind of a mecca. And that, I don't, I don't know why it surprises me, because now it's kind of, you know, something It's just sort of obvious. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, I think it does surprise people when they ask me, like, so where, where is crypto really being used and, and infused? And, <clears throat> you know, there are some people who say, well, it's always going to be in you know, quote unquote, the poorer countries, or they go completely against that. And they say, no, it's always going to be in the, in the wealthier countries. And you three kind of embody really 
all of that argument <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because obviously Japan is, is, is fantastically wealthy and so on. So why do you think, um, I'll start with uh, Akane here, uh, why do you think uh, East Asia has, has picked up uh, uh, so dramatically and, and embraced cryptocurrency? Um, that's a difficult question, maybe, but, um, well, in terms of Japan, um, yeah, Japan has been, um, pretty open to cryptocurrency, I would say, and, mm-hmm. especially um, the government, right? Like they, yeah. they acknowledged it as, as, as legal tender at some point, right? Well, it's getting a little, uh, they were putting more like restrictions and stuff, but, um, right, right. at the beginning, like, um, yes, um, Japan was probably like, maybe the most open country mm-hmm. for crypto, mm-hmm. you're saying. And yeah, I'm not really sure, but maybe because, you know, it's technology and, you know, Japan is um, famous for technology and stuff too, right? So right, right. maybe that, and I'm not really sure. But yeah, no, I, I, I know it's a, I'm asking you to speak for all of East Asia. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry. Which is a, a definitely an easy question. You want me to speak about all East Asia? <laughs> no, no, uh, no. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> I can't even answer about Japan. Well, yeah, also, no. uh, there are some like you know major influences in, is in um, Japan as well, like Roger mm. Beer. Right. You know he, he he I mean he yeah he lives here like half the time and so yeah that helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Could be one of the reasons, and people are like there are some like really active enthusiasts. Bitcoin. Yeah, no, I, I see the uh, I see some of your posts uh, on Twitter and so on, and the meetings just look really, really uh, packed. And there's there's like a broad spectrum of, of people. So, like out here uh, on the West Coast, when I when I see any kind of meetups or uh, medium uh, media from them, it's it's usually always guys. And mm. there's, you know that seems to be different um, in in Japan, where um, more women are at least if not encouraged, they're they're certainly there. Uh, which is interesting too. Are you talking uh, about meetups? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, we do meetups like every week, and um, average attendance is about twenty to forty. Wow, that's great. Yeah, that's really great. And uh, uh, Tammy, w- w- do you have any thoughts uh, being in in the PI? Um, years ago, uh, I traveled there for a destination wedding. A friend of mine um, was uh, was marrying a, a Filipino uh, lady, and loved it like it was a fantastic place and i would have never gone there without this you know reason to go and what i this was geez 2005 ish so i immediately noticed before we in the states had self i mean we had cell phones obviously but i I noticed even back then they had those um those load phones and they had kind of skipped the whole ridiculous United States idea of power lines and, you know, ripping up and tearing up the whole, you know, countryside uh, to put in stupid uh, uh, land phone lines. Uh, The PI had actually skipped all that and they were immediately into loading on these cell phones. And I remember going to a, uh, a church for, for rehearsal, kind of a giant, um, I think it was in Pangasinan, um, a a giant uh, Catholic church there. And we're just kind of getting the lay of the land. And I walk in and there's, there's you know, all these people in pews, as you might expect. And I'm like, wow, these are really pious people because their heads are all down. And I'm like, wow, they're just, they're engaged in prayer. And I said, I said, wait a effing minute. They're all friggin' texting. 
Yeah. Um, so they <laughs> they on cell phones. Um, is how's how's you know I, I see some things happening in, in the Philippines as well. How's you you sort of uh, uh, alluded to it earlier uh, with regard to the to the university uh, sponsorship. How's how's adoption going in in the PI? So the Philippines is a very interesting place because it's it's one of the big, most populated Asian countries. Um, and most of the Filipinos, whether it's a 2G phone or a 3G phone or an LTE phone, most of them have phones, right? right? So I was just introduced by Emily about this coin text where you can send BCH through texting. Awesome. So that doesn't require data, right? But right. you can still receive uh, crypto, uh, which is a great feature. Um, there's different companies like coins.ph that have um, incorporated cryptocurrency um, into a system where you can convert it quite easily into fiat or buy crypto with uh, from fiat um, in 7-Eleven through a machine. Wow. Uh -huh. So... So somewhere here and there, the existence of cryptocurrency is definitely there. Um, however, people are not familiar with it. Like if you go and ask people, do you know Bitcoin? People are going to be like, what's Bitcoin? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yet it is being used by the public. Right. Um, so so the, the way that a lot of crypto companies approach um, the public for the adoption of cryptocurrency is on the backend system. So, for example, I feel like coins.ph is a great example, yet uh, their approach is quite, uh, um, quite hypocritical in a way for the ideas of mm. having cryptocurrency because the, the whole point of having cryptocurrency is to not be regulated, right? right. But in order for you to have a wallet through coins.ph, you actually have to present your ID and have to be verified by the government. That's so, mm -hmm. so, right. So that's where you hit the wall where it's like, okay, well, what's the point of me having this wallet if you're going to verify where I use my money? But anyhow, the way they have incorporated the usage of cryptocurrency and the, the, the easiness of having to exchange fiat to crypto, crypto to fiat is great. Because you go to a machine in 7-Eleven, um, you put in pesos, and you can convert it into BTC or BCH. Um, and that's, that's it. That's easy. And they, within the wallet, they have features where you can use um, your crypto into different apps, such as like Lazada, which is an mm -hmm. online merchant um, app within the Philippines. Mm -hmm. So you can buy stuff with your crypto. So how great is that? You can buy load with it. Um, Unbelievable. So it's, it's, it's a great application. It's a great wallet. Yet it's, there's just one downside of it, which is the fact that it is being regulated by the government. And yeah, my, my first thought, just to, to, to interrupt here, when when um, Em explained that you were in um, the Philippines, was uh, I, I again hearkening back to my trip, um, and uh, hopefully the uh, the NSA isn't listening here, um, but I probably single handedly supported um, <laughs> uh, terrorists by myself. But uh, what I did was I I tried to exchange my dollars for pesos, which at the time I think it was like a. 55 to 1 something yeah, like that ratio is it still about there it's 52.9 today okay all right um and that's so another it, thing it was, a, it was a lot less it went down to like 48 like about uh uh like 2009 about uh -huh. like nine years ago but it's uh -huh. going back up yeah yeah and it's funny because you have it right on the tip of your tongue 
And I found that to be the case when I was there as well. Um, and what I did was uh, everybody was telling me, hey, don't go to, you know, the local uh, exchange. Don't go to, to, to a bank. Um, you can find these black market guys. Yeah. And so just being a dumb American, which is, uh, I, I repeat myself, um, we kind of, you know, we're ahistorical. We kind of bump around the world. We don't really know anything about anybody else's culture. We just kind of go there. <laughs> we're sort of useful idiots. And so I, I was walking along the street and there's this little kiosk and it has, you know, sort of, I want to say Arabic writing on it or whatever. And uh, I, below it, it says, you know, uh, something about, you know, we prefer uh, $100 bills or something. And I happen to have a, a metric shitload on me. Um, and so I walked over and I was like, you guys exchange money. And right up from the top came this Muslim uh, Filipino guy. Yeah. And uh, at the time I could get like maybe... Uh, again with with the banks it was like 50 something i'm not kidding this guy gave me when i showed him that i had 100 dollars bills which is which is a really great idea in downtown makati um flashing 100 dollars bills that's how ridiculously <laughs> dumb i am and I, I i show him that i have these fresh crisp 100 dollars bills that rate went from 55 to almost 70 so yeah. like yeah i was rolling so my point of that is not to show <clears throat> what a genius i am but also to kind of show that I believe the Philippines is just ripe for something like crypto. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Um, that's yeah. So, uh, M, you're uh, you're you're an expat um, from England living in Vietnam. Is that right? What's what's the scene yeah. like there for crypto? Um, it's a bit under board at the moment. So it's like you can there's a lot of traders and there's a lot of ICOs. Um, which is obviously dying a death right now. And um, so everybody was making a lot of money here with their um, Vietnamese ICOs and they're not, that's not happening anymore. So there's a lot of, there's a lot, like nobody really knows what's happening and the government keep mm. um, changing the re regulations. So one minute you can accept it as a merchant, the next minute, no, you definitely can't accept it as a merchant. So it's really tricky for, for adoption in brick and mortar businesses but there is no clear law for online businesses mm. so a few people have started to try and integrate it into their businesses for example expats who um do international trade and um also there's like massive there's a massive exchange called Gennaro here and they do lots of like um is it remittance where they get the money into the country yeah mm -hmm. yeah they do lots of that so it's being used for different things here rather than um, for purchases and paying people and using it as cash. So, yeah, it's a bit of a funny one right now in Saigon. Um, but people do know what Bitcoin is. Like mm. when you mentioned Bitcoin, even like random, like my hairdresser the other day, I was talking to him about Bitcoin, obviously, because that's all they ever talk about. And, <laughs> <laughs> and coffee. He, he, he happened to have a coffee roastery. So great. We had a brilliant conversation. And um, I was like, so, yeah, are you into cryptocurrency? Do you like Bitcoin? Oh, yeah, Bitcoin. Bitcoin, yeah, Bitcoin. Know about Bitcoin. Carried on this conversation <laughs> for ages about crypto. And he was like, yeah, so tell me about Bitcoin. What's Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> we went along with this conversation for ages, and I was like, okay, at least one more guy is educated than, than the rest of them. <laughs> sure. Sure, yeah. yeah so it's a bit like that. Go ahead. It's a bit like nobody really knows what they do, and it's not really talked about a lot apart from, like, kind of in the expat world. Like, the guy who owns the exchange, he's German. 
Mm. Um, so yeah, but it's all it's all positive. Like even though it's been the bear market and we are still in the bear market, everyone's mm -hmm. still very positive. That's good. That's really good to hear. Um, yeah, our uh, our executive editor Hayden Otto uh, mm -hmm. just put up a, maybe a month ago um, an adoption related video in Australia. Um, yeah, I saw that. Uh huh. In 1776, and that's one of the first things the um, uh, a, a bar proprietor said. He was like, "Look, you know, it's it's useful, you know, in the ways that we all understand." But he's also saying that it really is international travelers who don't want to get in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out of different fiat. They just kind of want to do one-stop shopping, and that's mm -hmm. where uh, uh, crypto comes in handy. So that's that's cool to hear. Um, so let's talk. Um, so we we got a really wonderful overview of uh, what's happening in uh, Japan, the Philippines, and Vietnam. Let's let's get into Peaceful Warrior uh, and the project that you're all here to uh, to talk about. Um, mm -hmm. What, what, you know, whoever wants to start, um, what, what is Peaceful Warrior? Why, why should anybody care about it? Girls, who wants to go first? <laughs> Tammy. Tammy, Tammy's great at explaining it. Okay, go, Tammy. Um, so we started Peaceful Warrior, um, just to give you a simple background. Um, there's a BCH female group on Telegram and obviously we created, we, that group was created because we females in <clears throat> crypto f feel like we don't really have much space compared mm -hmm. to men in crypto. Mm -hmm. um, and as the conversation grew, um, some of us felt like, hey, if that's the case, then why don't we try to do something about it? Why don't we create a space to, to provide for females in crypto world? And this is not just a case in cryptocurrency. This is a case in business, period, yeah. right? Sure. Um, and what this means is, um, yeah, of course, of course, we have products that are unisex. Um, we have, we have products and different um, groups and per se meetups that are more catered to men. Uh, but we could also create some that are catered to women, where they can feel more comfortable. Um, to join and share their thoughts as well. And then we were thinking, let's come up with a product first because having a product could attract people, right? <laughs> In right. business, it's important to have a product. Mm -hmm. So we first came up, very quickly came up with 100 uh, jewelries um, to, to promote our product, uh, mm -hmm. to promote our business, I'm sorry. I, and um, I noticed when, when Akane came on, uh, on video for a minute here, she was actually, you know, representing. She actually had the. Uh, I I actually wear this every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet you, I bet you, it's a it's a conversation starter, right? So anywhere you it go, it is. It is. People ask about it all the time. It's like, oh, what is that? You know, does it say Bitcoin? No. Yeah. And awesome. It, it, it's it's not just a product, but it's more of a it, it's more of a symbol for us, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a message. It's a message for us to say. Hey, like we're we're doing something here to create peace, um, not just for Bitcoin Cash community, but for everybody in crypto mm -hmm. because it has been a quite argumentative world, right? Um, right, right. We tend to argue a lot about um, which currency we support or whatnot. Um, mm -hmm. Even within the BCH community, there has been a lot of arguments lately. Um, but again, you know, we all aim for the same goal, I think, right? And how can we keep that peace? 
And overall, if we can keep that goal of keeping peace in this world and going for the same idea, which is to create freedom from the government and not being regulated and being able to use a currency that we can always use without having organizations or government to regulate us, mm-hmm. then that's how we can be peaceful warriors. We're fighting for peace. So that's how we got to start. Um, and surprisingly, when we started selling jewelry, it wasn't just females that were buying them. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was both females and males because the pendant could work out for both men and women, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, it, it, the, the brand itself came out to be for everybody, which was great because that's what we really wanted. Awesome. Yeah. But I also noticed that, that there is an, kind of an overt... Um, as you say, uh, kind of the reason that you guys started to to begin with, um, you know, I push or 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 um, um, you know emphasis on on bringing females, women into the into the space, and it's something that uh, I've talked about um, ad nauseum for a while. And I used to joke with uh, with my uh, with my uh, partner um, uh, Matt Aaron on on our uh, on our former podcast. Here we are, two dudes talking about why why we should have women uh, in the space. It was just so ridiculous, and we laughed about it. But we 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 agreed that I mean, just so I'm just going to be cynical. I'm not even going to get into the politics, really. Just the straight business side of it. Fifty one percent of the world, you know, give or take, is female. So if you're if you're not addressing um, and I'm not saying that they have, you know, necessarily different needs or whatever, but I think they have, they, they bring something different uh, to the market, uh, almost by definition. If you're not appealing to the feminine or, or to women um, in, in, a, in a very, you know, honest and specific way, you, you're going to lose money. And I think ultimately the project, whether it's a specific, you know, um, part of the ecosystem or the broader crypto space, it's, it's going to fail. It's, it's going to fail without women. We have to have women in. And one of the conversations that Matt and I had uh, for, for many, many years uh, was over the, like, like the tech. Like, so you download a wallet and it's so missionary position. It's so straight, no chaser. It's so boring. It's so flat. Um, there's, there's good to that, right? So um, say like a Google or something where it's just right there and the interface is very easy to use. But also when the women in my life um, in the United States and in Southern California, when they use social media, when they're online and they use um, platforms or products, almost every single one of these platforms has a customizable, you know, types of features, whether it's skins or uh, the little stupid bunny ears and um, emojis. And I, I honestly believe that the advances we've seen in making the tech a little bit more friendly, uh, a little less um, uh, numeric or, um, you know, all about math and science and stuff, which is not bad, uh, but just sort of that, that, that kind of unfeeling side has been a lack of, of, of feminine influence. And then once they started to enter the market in force, uh, we saw really cool innovations, whether it's Instagram or Snapchat or WhatsApp or Facebook or anything. They, they really did change into giant companies, whereas before they were kind of small. 
So that was a long, long, long way to go uh, to ask, um, is it important that crypto start to address women in particular and on purpose? Yeah, definitely. Because at the end of the day, okay, so speaking about our business, if we were to go, uh, if we were to hone in on just products, women are shoppers and women like to have some kind of identity. Well, not men, I mean, men do as well, but women sure. like to wear, um, so in the case of our jewelry, it was like, okay, we've got this bracelet on. Other women want to be wearing this bracelet and feel empowered. And um, when, they, when they're in a room and they've got this bracelet on and speaking to other women, they're like, hey, yeah, I have this bracelet. It's because I use cryptocurrency in my daily life and I feel empowered too because I've kind of taken responsibility. I've got the control and I've, I've been able to learn all about it through my, this, this product, Peaceful Warrior, or this website or any other products that are promoted towards women. And um, it's more about empowering the woman in cryptocurrency mm-hmm. rather than uh, rather than effeminating. Is that a word, effeminating? Well, sure. I mean, we can, yeah, we can we'll, make we'll just it. just make that word up. Um, <laughs> Femming up products. Um, and I think it's more about giving them a choice. And women like to have a choice. Whereas, I'll give you an example. So when I first joined Bitcoin.com, it was very male-dominated I don't even yes. think there was any guys that I work, uh, any girls that I worked with directly until I started working with the events team. And it was really difficult to kind of, um, to just have a chat with the guys, especially on Telegram and really understand what yeah. they mean. And, and <laughs> I always used to constantly think, oh my God, are they in a mood with me? Like, are they pissed off? Like, why are they not no, using these smiley faces? <laughs> I have the same experience, like, all the time. Yeah, it's so difficult. And I, I think women just crave it. Like we, we crave we crave friendliness, especially when like, when we're working in a remote team, it's very difficult to like feel through the screen. Yeah. People are it's too deep. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. And good. Yeah. Um so I rambled on there. No, no, no. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> um what is it like then? So um I'll go back to uh, Tammy for a second here. Um, what's it like to be a woman in the crypto space working in it? Um, do you find it, um, just a quick anecdote, because I, I can't stop talking, I guess. Um, there's this lady uh, named Bay Buchanan, and she worked in the, in the White House during the Reagan administration. She's one of the few women um, uh, on his team, for whatever reason. And they asked her about this <clears throat> at the time. They said, what's it like being a woman in the White House? And she said, I, you know, I love it. Because I can be, I can be completely different with the president. So he comes in and he he shakes this guy's hand and shakes that. He sees Bay and he goes Bay and he gives her a big hug and a kiss and so on. And he's like, <laughs> she's like, I can have that different relationship. So anyway, Tammy, um, how many people do you hug and kiss? No, I'm joking. Um, so with crypto, uh, what's it like to be a woman in the crypto space? Is it an advantage? Is it a disadvantage? Um. <laughs> I, I think this is a horrible answer, but I actually <laughs> never, ever found myself being a woman uh, problematic or not problematic. Mm. Um, I've never compared, I've never even found, I, I've never even considered my gender to be a factor in business in oh, general. Um, crypto is not like the only business area that I've worked in. Sure. Um, of course, I've dealt with sexism before, but, but again, I think 
I, I think I'm very insensitive to that. Um, I'm also very insensitive to racism. Um, and I think it comes with a level of confidence. Um, and also it's because I, I believe in what I do. Um, so therefore, really, um, yes, I mean, obviously, even here in the Philippines, <laughs> every single time I go to a meeting, I'm the only woman. Um, however, it, it's never, it's never um, bothered me. I don't think it's an advantage. I, I wouldn't even want to consider it as an advantage or a disadvantage. I think it comes down to doing what I love to do, doing my best, mm-hmm. whether that the fact that I'm a woman or not, and so far it has worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think although I work um, for, I work in a company, I co-found a company mm-hmm. that uh, majorly um, caters to women. Um, that does not mean that I am looking for an advantage or per se, or I'm working because there is a disadvantage of being women in business. I think it's more of, like we said, empowering women mm-hmm. in business rather than having to work on flaws or problems of having to be women in business. Does that make sense? No, it's a, it's a fantastic mm-hmm. answer. And oh, um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it really is. And uh, very, very, very inspiring. Um, uh, Akane, so how is it being in Japan um, as a woman in tech, as a woman in crypto? Um, how do you find it? Is it, is it something that you find uh, um, is easier or harder or, or uh, kind of a, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter? Um, well, I, you know, so, so I'm one of the, I was, especially like before, I was one of the very few female in mm-hmm. the industry, but I didn't, strangely, I didn't really notice that I was like one of the few, um, female. Um, mm. I don't know. I feel really comfortable. I feel really comfortable in this like Bitcoin cash community and cool. I like nerdy people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cause like they're so like, you know, honest, passionate and I just, yeah, I just feel really comfortable in this, um, yeah, environment. And uh, it was un- not until later when people started, like, saying, like, oh, it's good to have a female in the community and stuff mm. like that. And to have a female organizer because it's, like, easy, more easy to approach, maybe, easier to approach. That's interesting. Um, people, like, who come to meetups and stuff. Because, like, um, not because they're male, but... Um, many people in this industry are very techy people right and they're not necessarily friendly right even right. though they're very friendly but they're they're, they're not very they're, they're not outgoing and like yeah so i can kind of i'm i can be friendly so um at the meetups and stuff i can be i can greet you know new people it's like hey is this your first time and i get to know them and they feel comfortable so i guess yeah i i think that's that's an advantage mm-hmm. as female being awesome. female yeah no that, and, that's awesome go ahead yeah so yeah and um i want to say um there was um satoshi's vision conference in in tokyo last mm-hmm. march and um i was a volunteer at the event and i was thinking yeah that's a that's like this is mostly men and um one of the speakers um but saying we need more female in this industry. Mm. And I was thinking that's really true because almost half the world is female and right. you know, cryptocurrency has value when it's used. So if you can get more yep. female on board, that's, I thought that was like really good. 
Yeah, here, mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah, that's a. It's interesting to get all three of your perspectives on that. Um, and you know, at the North American Bitcoin Conference, which is coming up uh, um, in just a month or so in Miami, in the United States. Yeah, last year, um, you know, and, and I'm all for naked women, and I'm all for women in bikinis. I don't ever, ever, ever want to talk that down. Uh, the more of that, the better. But you know, as a father, as as someone who's raised by a woman. Um, I think there's there's a there's a place for say objectification and and you know it's it's everybody likes to look at nice looking people, um, but I think some of the women came back from the uh, from that conference uh, this year, and they were they were saying you know look man like after the after the conference or whatever the the after party was at a strip club, and you know again there's there's nothing wrong with that I you know again I'm very pro women being naked. Um, that's a wonderful thing, <laughs> and I want more of that to happen often. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I do think there is something about that, you know, like like uh, you know, I, I don't think we have to have you know women going to you know say a a a, a male strip club just to balance it out or anything. I'm just saying, <laughs> be, which you know, those should be banned and completely, utterly cracked down upon by government. But um, that's the only time I'm pro-government is when they ban um, male strip clubs. Um, well, I, I book like burlesque dancing and stuff for Bitcoin Cash events. <laughs> Boom. Uh, that's, what, you know, that's awesome. So, but but yeah. I, I do think there is a point at which um, people start to become uncomfortable. And, and they, mm-hmm. they're like, you know, I, I, I don't know where that line is. So it's nice to hear that we, we hear from women not as just trophies or as, you know, you know, earn enough crypto so that you can have this hot babe on your arm. Again, nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying like, that's, it's so one dimensional and it's nice to hear women who are competent, confident and that are, that are pushing and that are philosophically inclined and that are out there doing, doing positive things. So that's awesome to hear. And uh, on that note, I think one of the biggest badasses in the space is Caitlin Long. Uh, I don't think anybody can touch her. Um, And she's a mover and a shaker and she's an incredible mind. So there it is. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> let's, uh, let's kind of end here. Um, you guys have been fantastic guests and I've taken up a lot of your time. Um, let's end on your sort of crystal ball for the future. What, what, what are you thinking um, uh, about the space? Uh, what are your hopes? Uh, wh- where do you see it in five to 10 years? Um, let's go ahead and start with, uh, with Emily. Um, I just think it's going to continue to progress and progress. And, Obviously, our goal is global adoption of cryptocurrency. So I want to be seeing people using it daily. So, for example, everybody in Vietnam uses PayPal, if they're, well, if they're an expert, to get the money out of the country or to pay right. for things online here. I want them to just be using Bitcoin Cash or any other cryptocurrency that can be used as cash. And Akani, what, what, how do you see uh, the, the future of crypto in the next five to ten years if you had to put on a crystal ball here and, and make a prediction? Right. Um... Well, I hope um, like one or two or a few uh, cryptocurrency currencies are used as global currency in the world. And I actually feel like we don't have much time to make this happen. And so that is why like, I've been focused on um, one cryptocurrency, Bitcoin Cash. Although Peace Warrior Warrior is accepting like, uh, not just Bitcoin Cash, but um, I think it's good to focus on a few, uh, just one or two uh, cryptocurrency um, because 
um, it just I feel like you know um, people are promoting adoption, working on adoption of uh, BTC before a few days, a few years ago, and mm. it's just been delayed. And Bitcoin Cash was born, and now there was a hard fork, and it's split again. And um, I feel we've been like there has been delays, and um, I feel like we have to make this happen quickly. Mm. So um, I hope we can just really push to make things happen. So you, know, you, you have a real adoption. sense of urgency, huh? I, I've been feeling that way, yes, actually. Mm. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I agree with both of you so far. Um, and uh, Tammy, we'll, we'll end with you. Um, what, what are your thoughts uh, looking into a crystal ball here going forward next five to ten years for crypto? Um, for me, I think the most important part is obviously we, I think we all agree in crypto that we want to make sure that cryptocurrency becomes um, the most adopted currency of the world um, other than fiat. Um, but I think the most important thing that we need to focus on is really education. And I think education is the key to anything, anything that needs to be adopted. Um, because, and, and with that, um, that requires a lot of energy of us um, having to spread out the words, um, especially in um, countries like the Philippines and Vietnam, where, we actually have the perks of doing that. Um, people are not educated. People need education. Um, they don't have bank accounts. We have the perks of going to people that cannot have bank accounts, people that can't go to the government offices and get IDs to, to provide them and offer them and be like, hey, as long as you have a phone, you can get a wallet and you can transfer money right. for free and quickly, instantly. Um, all it requires is education, the power of education education and the number of people to do so um and yes i agree with akane that it needs to happen quickly mm. um i wouldn't i wouldn't say uh, it has to be a, a specific cryptocurrency i don't think it it needs to come down to uh one currency per se but i think it does come down to a quick education an educational strategy that that can be adopted quickly all, all around the world um efficiently um and if that could happen then cryptocurrency will become the real currency that can be adopted all around the world that really will benefit the humanity. And I think it will happen. It just depends on how the community, the overall crypto community, how all of us can collaborate and agree upon a few strategies that really work and go ahead and do it. Right. Um, mm -hmm. right. So that's where I am with, uh, the five years and maybe five to 10 years of cryptocurrency in the future. Awesome. Wow. Well, you just heard um, three powerful voices in the space from the peaceful warrior.cash team. Uh, they're doing incredible things. They're everywhere. Uh, they're online uh, at uh, peaceful warrior.cash. Uh, they have a. Oh, well, yeah. We, we just need to mention. Sorry. Go. go no, go. We are in the middle of having a brand new website design because we've come, we've kind of changed our direction and we've got like a couple of really big, exciting announcements in the next few weeks or months awesome. of where we are headed. It'll still include the jewelry, but it won't be as much as a, of a focus on there. But yeah, watch this space for a new site. I think it should be up by the end of January. Very, very nice. Um, oh. And this, these are, these are three um, people to watch. Um, where can uh, people find you? Obviously, peacefulwarrior.cash. Uh, where else can they, they, they find your work and follow you? Uh, let's start with uh, M. 
So on Twitter, you've got Peaceful Warrior BCH. No, on Twitter, sorry, on Instagram, you've got Peaceful Warrior BCH. And then Twitter, you can find us at PWBCH. Um, and we've also got Facebook, but we're not as active on there. Okay. And uh, Akani, where can they find uh, your work and follow you? Um, I'm on Twitter. Um, what's my Twitter? <laughs> Um, I think it's Yoko Akane. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm on Twitter and I'm on meetup.com as a meetup organizer. Yep. Awesome. And Tammy, where can they find uh, your work? Um, you cannot find my own work. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, guys, do you remember the website where they host all the merchants that list BCH? Yeah. Uh, that, accept Marco okay. What, what is it? Oh, no, the accept Bitcoin.cash. Yes. Oh, we're yeah. listening there as well. Okay. Oh, yeah, we are. Awesome. Um, I didn't realize that you meant me. I can do me if you want. Yeah, do 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 you as well. <laughs> uh, this is Emily, by the way. Yeah, it's me. Um, so on Twitter, I am M Rose Delara, D-A-L-L-A-R-A, and that's my handle for everything, in including Instagram and honest.cash and Facebook and LinkedIn. Awesome. 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 Well, uh, thank you so much, uh, all three of you for your time, uh, for your fantastic answers. Uh, this is, uh, this has been a, a really enlightening episode for me. and I know listeners are, are, are going to love it. Um, so thank best of so luck, everybody. And thanks again for coming on. Thank you for having us. Thank you.